My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives, because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Hello, and welcome to the We're Not Done Yet podcast. My name is Susan Macias, your host and fellow traveler on this road that continues on the other side of the hill. On this first foundational podcast, I want to do two things. First, I want to introduce myself. And second, I want to explain why I think it is so important for us as daughters of the King in the second half of life, though we may be, to realize we are not done yet. So let me introduce myself. I'm 57. I just graduated my last homeschool student. We're empty nest-ish, which means we have adults that still live at home, but are on the edge of the nest flapping their wings wildly. We have seven kids and seven grandkids, which is just as good as I had hoped it would be. We've been married 36 years. My husband, Nathan, and I moved 11 times in our first 20 years as he fulfilled an Air Force career. And then now we have stayed put in Texas for the last 16. We're on the edge, though, of a new adventure as we are going to start downsizing and actually move again. But what else about me? So I've been a stay-at-home mom, and I've joyfully served my family. It's been my career. But like all women with a career, there's more to me than just that. If you're into Enneagrams, I am a one. If you know anything about Myers-Briggs, I usually come out as an INTJ. I love to write and speak and teach women. And I guess in some ways, that's why I want to do this podcast. It gives me a chance to do that. I've blogged off and on for years, and I've self-published a couple of books. I've spoken at retreats and mops and basically anywhere I've been asked. But all those things have occurred in the seams of my life, in the small margins, early in the morning, or late at night, or an afternoon where I managed to squirrel away a few hours in a library or coffee shop. So I'm going to reveal to you a secret. I still dream of writing a bestseller. And I dream of standing on a stage in front of thousands of women proclaiming Jesus. But honestly, I'm not close to achieving such things. And a few years ago, I really just started feeling old, like I'd missed my opportunity. I started to think maybe I needed to just box up those dreams, get out of the way for the younger people coming behind me. After all, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life as a wife, as a mom, as a Christian. Do I have anything to speak about anyway? And as I started to kind of go down that road, which was dark and lonely and sad, I found Jesus' answer to be, yes, you do have something to say. And not only did he say yes, he said, get busy. 
I found my answer in Psalm 71, 18. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. To hear that? Even to old age and gray hairs, we have a job to do, and we don't age out of serving the Lord. Moses was not called to lead the Israelites out of Egypt until he was 80 years old. Sarah was 99 when she finally became pregnant, miraculously, with Isaac. Elizabeth was advanced in years when she became pregnant with John the Baptist, and that's just a nice way of saying she'd already been through menopause. It was a miracle that she became pregnant. In the New Testament, we find Anna, who was 87 years old and served in the temple night and day. I mean, At 87, you'd think she might say, you know what, I like to go to bed early now, so I'll just be here in the mornings from now on. But no, she served night and day. And because of her faithfulness and commitment, she was one of only two people that recognized Jesus as the Messiah as a baby. Okay, so that leads us to us here and now. If we are tired and dejected and disappointed in our results whether it's in our family or our career, or if we've been hurt by our kids or spouse or we've hurt them, it can become easy to hang on to bitterness and unforgiveness. And those things kill our soul and they lead us to feel useless. And you know what? There is only one being that benefits from our feeling that way. And that's our enemy. He's the one that gets to take us out by all of that discouragement. But that's not God's call for us. Back in Psalm 71, it's in verse 17, it says, Oh God, from my youth, you have taught me and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. Remember, not too old, not too gray to still proclaim the wondrous deeds of God. But we might say, you know, that's fine and all, but you know what? I've been through a lot of hard things. Well, Psalm 71 has something to say for that too. It says, you have made me see many troubles and calamities. Will revive me again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. Did you hear that? You who have made me see troubles. I mean, God is okay with us seeing troubles. It's one of those things. We shouldn't think we're going to become a Christian. Everything's going to be fine. Nowhere in scripture do we see that, nor do we see anyone in scripture experiencing that. We'll see troubles, but we also see them with the promise that God will revive us. And what does it look like after we get revived? In verse 23, it says, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, my soul also, which you have redeemed. And my tongue will talk of your righteous help all the day long, for they have been put to shame and disappointed who sought to do me hurt. I mean, that's an amazing verse. We can shout for joy and sing praises. And I will tell you that I have found the secret to getting revived again is to start shouting for joy, whether I feel the joy or not, to sing praises to God in the midst of pain and difficulty. It's an act of faith. And in that, I get revived. My soul is redeemed. And I don't feel too old anymore. Guess what? We're not too old. We're not washed up. 
Why? Because our greatest failures can be a platform to speak of God's faithfulness and work. He's the one that has faithfully brought us through those things. And even if they're not resolved yet, he's the one we can hold on to in faith to keep going. When we get to this stage of life, there are kind of two options, neither of which helpful. One, we can feel so confused and tired and let down that we just say, how about some chocolate and Netflix and I'll put my feet up. Or the other, we can say, okay, fine. It's my turn. I've done everything for everybody all my life and now it's all about me. And neither of those choices really glorify Jesus or build his kingdom. We have a decision to make a decision of how we can speak of God's faithfulness in our lives. And that doesn't have to be being a speaker. It can be serving in our church. It can be finding someone who is lonely and sad, whether a widow or maybe a young person who doesn't have a family, a faith around them that you can kind of adopt and bring in home. There are so many places that we can serve and love on the members of our church, our neighborhood, ministries that need volunteers. The opportunities are endless. We just have to make a step. So that's why I started this podcast, because I want to encourage us. We're an entire regiment of God's army sitting down and being quiet, and we need to get up in this day and in this place and enter the fray. So this podcast is going to be published every Wednesday. Sometimes it'll be teaching from scripture of something that I've seen that has really altered my thinking. Sometimes it'll be ideas on how we can serve. I will also include interviews with women who are finding a renewed place of service in this season of life. And I'm doing it all because I want to keep telling myself and encourage you that we're not done yet. Let's help each other to remember that, and let's answer God's call in the second half of life. See you next Wednesday. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you want to continue the conversation, hop on over to my website, susankmacias.com, and look for the blog post that goes with today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Feel free to share it with a friend, someone who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call in the second half of her life. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.